0: You know, it's always a wonderful process of how this experience of awakening into the loving works. And, you know, a lot of my experience on this level in the body has been really one of giving and receiving. And it's in those two words, I guess, of describing giving and receiving is really simply that movement, that expression of that flow of spirit. Of the loving, of all of it, whatever you want to call it. I and mean, isn't it amazing when you look at all of even the physical creation? It's always in motion. Even things that appear inanimate, such so as this chair, well, there's a motion that even created this object. And even though it may appear as stagnant, over time, in a sense, it disintegrates. There's a movement, no matter how slow it is. And of course, there's a faster pace. You know, as we move into higher forms, as we call them, of expression or evolution, it gradually takes on a greater pace of movement, a higher vibration or frequency. And such as it is as we continue to move beyond the physical into the other levels of consciousness. In every level, astral, causal, mental, etheric, soul, spirit, it is that increase of vibration, of frequency, of movement. And that in that, all things are present in the moment. All things are known in the moment. The higher we go and move into the greater oneness, we are one with all things. Just as they talk about the speed of light, it's amazing how fast that is. I forget what it is. What is it, a hundred and something thousand miles per hour or whatever?
1: 186,000.
0: 186,000, wow. It's funny to move that fast. And it's funny they call it the speed of light. That's just the physical level. Just the physical level of it. But as you tap into that, boom, just like that. So there's movement. Very rapid, very slow. And in that movement, in this human experience, the way that I have found myself to move into the greater experience of all of them, <coughs> has been through this action of giving and receiving. But also, I like to say, maybe rather receiving and giving as well. Isn't it interesting? Even as we're born into this physical body, the first experience of life, physical life, is on the breath, right? Without breath, there's no life to this body. When we are born, what is the first breath? An in-breath. We breathe in, we receive, we take in life. And then the exhale, the out breath, it's giving. Isn't it funny on the last breath as this body dies? What is it? Exhale. It's amazing. It's amazing. We breathe in, we breathe out. It's a movement. So there's a receiving and there's a giving. And sure you can flip it around, If you come in from spirit into the body, the soul's giving life to the body. So it's a matter of perspective. But it is that movement of that receiving and giving, giving and receiving is how we begin to really, in a sense, awaken to the greater experience of life itself. Well, I'm trying to give a few examples, even in the physical level, that we see even in this physical level there is that reflection of that greater truth spiritually that does take place in all of creation. But it is simply a movement. But in that movement of that giving and receiving is as we allow ourselves to more consciously participate, to give it our awareness, to involve ourselves by giving our attention, is how we begin to awaken and know the greater truth of that. And so, it's simply an action of involving ourselves and participating in giving and receiving in all ways. Of course, I'm going to bring it to meditation to begin with, but I'm going to bring it into the physical as well. Well, let's begin with the meditation. As we go inside and we bring our attention to the seat of the soul, we simply come present here. And in coming present and open, we open to the experience of that greater movement. And in my experience, often now, before I even begin that expression of loving to God, just as I open, I'll see that purple light, the movement of God's loving coming to me. So I'm even already receiving before I even start giving. In other times, Oh man, I don't see anything. I'm not aware of that movement of receiving loving. And then I begin loving. And then in that movement of loving that I do, there's the movement. So if I'm giving, who's receiving? God's receiving. But in that giving, that as I give, of that movement within me, it also opens the door by which I can now receive as well. That circle of life. It appears as giving and receiving. In truth, it's just a movement, a oneness. There's no giving or receiving. But in this expression, in this experience here, physically, there is that action. That's part of the awakening here, is beginning to recognize that action of giving and receiving, because it is in our conscious participation in that, as we involve ourselves, that we begin to have that greater experience of truly the knowing of that spirit of loving. And so in meditation, we open, we receive God's loving to come awake, to know what that is. We give of our loving to God. And as we make that effort of giving, it begins to move, to stir, where maybe it was stagnant, or maybe we just weren't aware. it was even there but as in the conscious participation in taking action that we begin to in a sense unstick ourselves to begin to create motion in that place maybe have been stagnant closed down shut off so we do have our part that's the taking responsibility to do our part to begin to create that inner movement and as we do that that's how we open our own door of consciousness by moving and sharing that loving with the Creator. And as that door is open, then it is now open to also receive. It's a two-way street, I like to say. It may seem one way at first, but once that door is open, we begin to really experience it's a two-way street, both the giving and the receiving. You know, it's interesting, even as children, Little babies, we first come in. We're not able to do much for ourselves to give, to do. We're in a state of receptivity. We're just receiving. The parents, the helpers, are all doing for us. So we're receiving. Even physically, we're just receiving. And then as the body matures and grows, it begins to have the ability to do more. And then as we continue to grow... We're even able to now begin to give. It's fun to even watch parents with their children as the kids are even learning how to talk. Some of the beginning words are learning how to say thank you. Thank you. What do you say thank you? What is thank you for? For receiving. It's an acknowledgement of that movement of receiving. And one of the wonderful things I've realized too is that at times, when we even feel stuck in receiving. This is where I really love watching kids, because they're just more open and free with themselves. They have no problem in asking. Ask and you shall receive, right? There's a big key there. It's fun with kids, because if they want something, they'll go ask. Oftentimes, they'll just go and take it. And of course, the adults say, no, no, you don't take. So what do you do? What is the other part of learning as well as thank you? please, may I, can I? So we begin to learn how to ask. So we begin to, in a sense, create the space by which we can continue to receive that which we are after. So there's the asking and the receiving. And often as we grow up though, become adults, that bad word, depending that as we become adults often we are trained and kind of forget that it's okay to ask, that it's okay to receive. And so in a sense, we put up a wall, a resistance, where we shut off that part. It's not okay to receive from others. I have to give now. I have to do for others. It's not okay to receive. And often sometimes we move into that place, if we have children, we're always giving to the children So in a sense, we've trained ourselves into giving now and kind of simply have lost touch with that part of receiving. And that's all right. It doesn't happen necessarily on a daily basis. Sometimes it's over years of receiving and years of giving. There's a balance no matter what the timeline is. But begin to remember this. Now as an adult, if you're an adult here, We have many age groups here. I won't go into maturity levels right now because I have to count myself in that. Begin to remember how important it is to receive. And if you feel shut off, empty, longing, sad, whatever it is, remember you can always ask. And often... That's a lot of the lesson. We simply have forgot how to ask, to open the door so that we can receive. And guess whose responsibility it is though to open that door? You've got to, in a sense, be willing to receive. You've got to create the space within you by which you can once again open the door and receive. And it's so simple by simple question May I? Can I? Just asking. However you phrase it. And I mean on every level, whether it's physically asking for something or spiritually with God. Ask and receive is a spiritual principle that exists on all the levels. So I'm receiving right now, <laughs> it's just open. It's so simple to open that door and allow ourselves to receive. You know, the hardest part of this journey spiritually it's not the spiritual part. It is a part within the inner kingdom. All those things we've done within ourselves that have closed the doors. Simplicity is just opening the doors once again. And I know it's challenging at times because we may have lodged the doors pretty heavily shut or locked them or whatever it may be, all the things we've placed as barriers to even get to the door to open. That inner kingdom work is where most of the work is. There's not really much work once you get out of that inner kingdom. When you step out this tenth door into the outer realms from the astral realm up, it really is the hand of God, as that radiant form of the spiritual teacher. Simply taking your hand and lifting you. All we have to do is get to the place where we can step out the door so it is that inner kingdom journey of getting to here to step out is where the work is. So it's important that we give ourselves the opportunity of taking the time, and putting in the energy to do the inner kingdom work, the laugh, loving, acceptance, forgiveness, to love yourself, to accept yourself and all of your frailties, the positive and the negative, and to forgive those things within you where you've placed the blocks, whether it's judgments, fears, greeds, lusts, whatever it is. When you really begin to do more of that inner kingdom work, that's you taking the responsibility of freeing that up within you. God walks with you in that but God doesn't do that for you. That is your part to do. This whole thing of being a co-creator, how are we going to learn to co-create anything unless we do the work of creation? And a lot of the journey home, in a sense, is uncreating that which we've created, but we can twist it around and say we are creating now that greater space of freedom and loving. So take the time to create that within you. Be willing. You are able. You are able. But now be willing and actually do that inner kingdom work. All those hurt feelings, all those mental beliefs, those judgments, all the fears, All the fantasies of the imagination of what we wished for or didn't get. Whatever it is on any of those levels. Anything that creates an obstacle between you and God in the greater fullness of loving is worth doing that work to dissolve. You know, when we say dissolve and clear and release and let go, yeah, it sounds like It's a negative thing. It's blocking me. Get it out of there. And there's a little bit of truth in there. But what makes the difference is how we approach that within ourselves. It is the approach we take that either releases, dissolves, and clears it, or that keeps feeding it, building it, enhancing it. Because if we go in there, I'm going to love this to get it out of here. That's not loving. That's not acceptance. That's not forgiveness. That's judgment. That's againstness. It is the attitude, the approach that we take as we go inside that lets us know if we really are loving or if we're doing it from a different place. So pay attention, even as you do the LAF that approach within you in which you take in doing that inner work. That's more important to pay attention to because I know so many people have come up said, I'm doing the inner kingdom work. I'm doing the forgiveness. I'm doing the loving. Nothing's changing. This doesn't work. I'm glad I don't hear that a lot, but I do hear it. It is because we haven't changed our attitude or our approach, that's the key. So pay attention to your approach or your attitude when you do it, where you are coming from, because it's about you, not about these things that are the blocks. It's not about that. It's not about what they did or I did or what this is inside of me that I'm so upset and judgmental and fearful of. It's about who I am. That's the difference. That's the difference. We're taking it a step further now. I'm not saying just doing the LAF. I'm saying paying attention to who is doing the LAF. Because the truth is the LAF, the loving, acceptance, forgiveness are just keys that open the doors to who you are. Because in truth, you are the loving. You are opening the doors through the LAF to let you in through all of these things that you've created. It is you, the loving, that you are bringing into all of these things we call blocks and obstacles. You, the co-creator. Why is it co-creator? Look at God, the father, the mother, the creator. What is it said? We've been made in the likeness of God. God's the creator. God's all loving. Freedom. Openness. So if we've created blocks, we can also create openness. We look to God as the creator to begin to discover how. So that we, as made in the likeness, can do the same. That we can create as God does. But in order to know how to do that, to be the co-creator, we've got to go to the source, to the origin, to know, to learn how to do that. How to love as God loves. How to create as God creates. So the inner journey of awakening is awakening to become a true co-creator. Truly as God loves all creation, then we as co-creators also in our journeys of learning, are learning how to love as God loves, to love all of its creation. So it is up to us as the creators to love all of our creations. No judgment, no fear, no anything other than loving. To become like God, because that's who we are. That's what the soul is is not only like God, but really is God. It's the same. And so remember, as you learn to love all things and use those keys for locking the doors, it is you doing the unlocking and it is you opening the doors to yourself and allowing yourself in all of its expression That's what creation is. It's simply that expression of loving. Creativity, creation, expression, all of it. It is a movement of that loving. So create the loving. Sounds funny. Because it already is. There's nothing to create if it already is. But in this human experience, it seems as if it is not. So to create the loving... We simply learn the tools and the techniques and we begin to create. And it's in that creating that we open the doors of that which we truly are. And creating, that expression, is that movement of giving. So as we receive that loving from God, we have that loving to also create with. It seems the polarity of giving and receiving creating and being the creation, being one with God and being separate from God. These are all different messages, different expressions, different reflections, different experiences of that movement of loving, but always pointing back to the same source in all of its various ways that it is experienced. No, ultimately, first and foremost, and last and always, it is always the loving inside with God directly spiritually. But in the soul's journey of experience, as God put us forth into creation, to go forth and experience the greater creation so that we could learn through our experience to become co-creators, to come into the classroom to learn how. How? So here we find ourselves in this classroom of time and space and even into this physical body, the classroom of the physical universe to learn how to create, how to give, how to receive. Because that's how we create is in the receiving and the giving. So even our physical lives and our expressions here in that outer reflection that process of living and doing here we're learning we're awakening we're discovering that dynamic that action of spirit and so we even look in your physical lives and how are you participating how are you receiving or not receiving how have you closed the doors and more so what can you do to open the doors and it can be simply just opening the door or asking for something. But you've got to be willing to open the door. You've got to be willing to receive. Like I said, we're all able. Whether you believe that or not, you really are able to do that. It's simply about the willingness to do that. But if you are not even willing to ask, Don't be surprised if you don't receive. Be willing to ask. Because in this physical level, the way it's been set up, in God's loving, in that expression and movement of loving, it is each of us are that divine spark and we are all one in spirit. That in that expression into these worlds, it is through that movement of giving and receiving with one another that we begin to discover and awaken and learn those principles. That's why in this body it's important to receive from others, even physically, and to give physically. Because in this level, it is an expression of that loving inside. But we lose focus of that. That's why this time of year, Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever else holiday there is, it's so wonderful, and at the same time, have you noticed how challenging it is? At the same time. Because it's a time of year where physically we get, in a sense, put upon us through time and space to now have to confront this giving and receiving. The true meaning of it is always spiritual, right? It always came. It came out of religion, out of some spiritual action that took place long ago from some great being. And then, of course, It comes into this material level, and I know so much, oh, it's all about buying and receiving these physical presents and stuff. It's become so material and commercial. Sure, there's a truth in that. But again, it comes to how we approach that. It is not about the physical actions. It is about how we approach things within ourselves. We can approach the holidays, and giving presence or receiving presence is just totally physical, or we can approach it as the sharing and a receiving of loving in this physical item we may give or receive is an expression of that. It's up to you. It's up to each of us. It is how we approach things within ourselves that makes the difference. One of the things that I love so much and why i have this feeling so full and grateful for our Christmas party yesterday, because my experience of coming together in that with all of you is that greater freedom of expression, of sharing or loving, of giving and receiving, whether it's physical gifts or no physical gifts, There's no have-tos, obligations, or requirements. I know, wouldn't it be wonderful if we could experience it all the time, especially with family? The obligation of it all? We can. But that's where it's up to us to do the inner kingdom work. Because that sense of obligation or requirement, the feeling of a should or a have-to, that is inside of us instead of resisting and resenting how that feels, sounds, or looks like within us, if we would simply turn our loving and loving that to free it and allow the loving to come through, that just begins to go away. And then we begin to find that greater expression of loving, not only at gatherings like yesterday, But then to even carry that into other gatherings with family, friends, whoever, wherever. Even those places where you felt so obligated, you really can begin to bring that freedom that you can create within yourself to all situations. I know, because I've done it. And I continue to do it because I like it so much, the experience of it, even with my own family. I know what those obligations feel like. Oh man, I know what they feel like. But in doing the inner kingdom work and the outer kingdom work of the names of God, both together, it's not one or the other. The fullness is in both, the inner and the outer. The names of God for the outer realms and the LAF for the inner realms. In doing that, I also know what it's like to experience the freedom where once there is the obligation. And that's nice to have, no matter where you go, no matter who you're with. And if anything, where you experience the most challenging, thank God that awareness has come forward so that you now have the opportunity to begin to free that up where before it was unconscious and it was running you and you didn't even know it. Now you're conscious, so that you can begin now in that consciousness to consciously love it, to accept it, to forgive it. That's the blessing of having all these challenging things that arise within us, is it brings our conscious awareness to it so we can now begin to work with it, to free it. It's not a curse. It's not Lucifer's out to get me or God's after me for all you God-fearing people. Nobody's out to get you. You've just gotten yourself. So now get yourself out. It is a lot of fun, even when it's not. But even if you don't see these things that seem as curses as truly blessings, hear the words we're sharing. Begin to look at it. Begin to work with it. Be willing and take the action. You do have the ability. Now take the action and your willingness. And don't ask how long. Just keep doing it until it's done. And even when it's done, I'll tell you what, you gotta keep doing it so it doesn't come back. Gravity always pulls you down. And even once you're free of it, if you're still in it, it's still gonna pull you down unless you keep doing those things that keep you free. It's just the nature of it. So even when you get free of something and you know it, if you stop doing what produced it, you'll find in a short time, it starts to kind of creep back in there. And you're like, oh my God. That's right, oh my God. Thank you, God, for bringing that to my awareness so I can keep doing what I did to produce the freedom, to keep the freedom and expand the freedom into yet more. That's the wonderful thing is we really live and do these things. Not only do we get free, but as we keep living it and doing it more fully, it expands. That's the overflow. It fills us. We open the doors to let it in on every level in that inner kingdom till it's full. We're free, but then now it begins to rise back up. So we are truly full. And we begin to now go out. And there's that fountain of light that now begins to overflow. And then it can begin to serve others. Not out of our doing. Not of our wanting. Not out of anything other than that's what it does. Automatically. Because that is the nature of loving. It's always moving. Always expanding. And it's wonderful. Because as you really allow that to take place within you, And then as you allow that to now do the overflow, and that overflow doesn't happen in that greater sense until you've really done the inner work, have learned the lessons, and have allowed that loving to fill you completely and awaken you to the soul of your own being, then it will begin to overflow. If you start doing all this service work and giving, giving, giving out here before that happens inside of you, you're going to run empty. A lot of you know what that feels like because you've already done that. The good news is when you become aware of that, well, when you run empty, you gotta stop. There's no more gas to keep moving, so you gotta fill up. You go inside in the meditation. Begin to allow that loving to fill you. And allowing that loving to fill you is also loving yourself so that that greater loving can also come in. Not only as a co-creator, but God as your partner. All of those different phrases. It's understanding what they really mean and how to do that. And then awakening to the knowing through the experience. doesn't matter what you believe or what you imagine. It's the experience of the true knowing that really counts. So always go for that. Look for that. Know that. And then it's easy. It's automatic. You just flow right along with it. It just happens. Let it overflow. Begin with yourself. Overflow within yourself. And then enjoy it when it truly does overflow and how it begins to touch others. Then you begin to truly give. The spirit of giving. The spirit of giving. Not just giving. The spirit of giving, which is loving. And in that loving, it'll give in all kinds of ways, spiritually and in every level, mentally, emotionally, imaginatively, physically. Then once what might have been an obligation of giving gifts even physically, now begins a blessing, a sharing of loving. And then the receiving. Do you know what a blessing it is when somebody wants to give to you and you say, oh, no, no, thank you. You might have just shut the door for yourself, but yet in a sense you also shut a a door, not the door, a door, for where they had that receiving and was now overflowing to give. And we just simply didn't allow. Don't worry though, it'll go give somewhere else. But hey, why not allow it in that moment so you receive the blessing as well. And when somebody wants to give to us and we feel... Shut down, look inside. Do we feel unworthy, undeserving? But even as you look inside and begin to wonder what that is, don't get caught up in trying to figure that out. Just take note of it, be aware. There's the learning in there. But begin to love that part that is shut down because that's the only way you're gonna open it up. It doesn't open by figuring it out. Oh yeah, I know what that is. That's great that you know what that is, but you're still a jerk. Well don't we call people that when we don't experience the flow of loving with them? Yeah, they're know-it-all. They know everything, but that door to that giving and receiving spiritually is shut. Sure, they're really smart intellectually, but their wisdom really sucks. Cuz the wisdom is a movement of loving and the knowing and understanding that comes with that. Go for that. But then even if somebody is a jerk, even if it's yourself, begin to love that. Don't make it wrong, don't judge it. That's part of the experience in this world. That's how we're learning to become co-creators. It's always, always about who you are and your approach inside of yourself with no matter what you're dealing with, whether it's inner or outer. It is your approach that is going to open the doors to who you are and your knowing of that. So give and receive, first and foremost, to yourself, inside of yourself. And at times, if you feel stuck and you just can't seem to move that, you're chanting the names of God, you're doing the LAF, and it's just stuck, that's when I usually know it's time to get up and do physically even out here physically, giving or receiving physically, I even find serves as a wonderful tool to begin to open those areas within me. Because even in that physical movement, I have found can be a useful tool to assist me in even opening those doors inside where I feel stuck. Because when I move about physically, I'm always having different experiences inside because I pay attention to that. And so as I do things physically, I'm always watching and listening and learning from whatever's going on inside of me. So through every experience, I'm discovering how I shut down, how I open up, how can I keep opening up, how can I keep opening and sharing my loving, and how can I keep opening to receive God's loving through everyone else. It's both. I found myself sometimes... Get so in this mode of doing and giving that I do start to run a little empty. And I was like, relax and receive. Relax and receive. Allow that loving in. And as it pours into you, is it expressed even from another? And you feel that coming from them, let it in. And if you feel it shutting off at any point within you, just relax. And let that loving now just trickle through all those areas that feel stuck or blocked. Just let it trickle through. That's how water works. It never stops, it keeps flowing. Even if you build a dam up, eventually that flow of water will break it down. So the more you can relax and just allow it to break down, well, that's what the water will do. That's what the waters of loving will do, will just automatically begin to wear it down until it dissolves. And all you have to do is relax, allow it to take place, and sometimes direct it into that place by holding your attention on the loving in that place where you want to experience a greater openness inside of you with the loving where it may not be.
1: And it truly is becoming like a child once again. We've heard it stated that in order to enter into the kingdom of heaven, we have to become like a child. And truly it is connecting back into that child that we all are, a child of God, and connect back into the essence that that child of God is, which is loving, and allow the loving to be that which is first and foremost by which we live our lives. It is that loving that transforms. It is that loving that moves. It is that loving that awakens. And so by becoming a child once again and living in that innocence, living in that freedom, living in that giving and receiving, we truly do begin to transform ourselves, transform our lives, to transform our experience and our existence. And once again, wake up into the truth of the divine of who we are. Wake up and truly realize that we are not imprisoned here, we are not trapped here, and that it is in giving that we do receive. Oftentimes, we have to open the door. We have to put the energy into motion. We have to do a movement of some kind in order to begin to allow something to change, something to move, something to happen. And so it is by us giving, giving in loving, giving in innocence, giving in willingness and awareness, that things begin to change. And I'll tell you the easiest way to do it is to give to those around you. You don't have to go out into the world somewhere to give. Give to those closest to you, give to them. Because oftentimes, those are the places where we move into habit. We move into routine. We move into forgetfulness with those closest to us of giving and receiving. We get into such a habitual state of doing in the world of these relationships that are closest to us that after a while we lose sight of why these relationships are present. What are they about? And we lose that sense of importance. And we lose that sense of connectiveness and participation. And in losing all of that, we lose that movement of loving between us and them. So those that are closest to you is where this can begin. Begin by inside yourself Allowing yourself to look at those around you in the world, your friends, your relatives, whatever it might be, and just allow yourself to once again connect back into that movement of loving for them. Allow yourself to give, maybe inside quietly, unspoken, or maybe spoken or demonstrated in some way, a movement of loving. And it may be in order for that to happen, you have to move into forgiveness with them. Because something happened between you and them a long time ago, or maybe yesterday, that shut the door. Or you just quietly pulled the door shut because you didn't want to participate in that way, with the way that it was with them. You are the one who has to open the door. Whether they pushed it shut or you pulled it shut, open it once again. Open it in vulnerability. Open it in participation. Open it because you want your freedom. You want to live in that movement of the divine flow of loving. Open it and do it as simply and easily and gently as you can. It can be just inside yourself, just stating to yourself, I am loving you. I am sharing my loving with you. And I'm open to receiving your loving, however it is you wish to share it. Even if you want to curse at me and cuss at me and yell at me and blame me, I know that in those words, in that energy, there is loving. And i open to receive that, because I know that in that I will receive the essence of your truth. Even though you may have misdefined and misrepresented and misexpressed, I know that there's loving in there. And I appreciate you for sharing that with me. If you can begin to move more into that place of neutrality with this giving and receiving, you give not with expectation. They are not going to change. They are going to be who they are. But you give your loving as they are, acceptance. And then you open to receive their loving, however it wishes to come in from them. Again, in neutrality... It's all loving. So if it's yelling at you, blaming you, or whatever it might be, or if it may be words of loving or friendship, you receive it all as one. It's not one or the other, it is loving. Then you begin to become as one of these children by which you enter into the kingdom of heaven. Have you ever watched children when they are in the playground or when they're just playing together wherever it might be. They might get in an argument. They might get into this blaming game back and forth. But underneath it all, there's friendship. And in that friendship, there's caring. And there's loving. And in that action, there is innocence. There is innocence. And they may blame somebody for a moment or hold something against somebody for a moment but it's just for a moment. And those walls come tumbling down very quickly because the game of life is more important. The participation, the joy, the doing, the fun of life. And they would rather move back into that and continue doing that than it is to do the separation and not have anybody to play with. So look around in your life and see who is in your life that you want to play with. Who would you like to go and have a good time with and see who that might be and let it be that that's the place where you begin. And you know where the one that really is the first place to begin is with yourself. We have forgotten how to play with ourselves. We have forgotten to be playful. We have forgotten to be caring. We have forgotten to be loving with ourselves. As I've spoken about loving those around you and forgiving those around you and accepting them just as they are around you, in truth, it begins at home. It begins right here with you. If you do not do that with yourself, you really can't do it fully, wholly, completely with others. And if you've done it with yourself and you're not doing it with others, guess what? That energy is going to back up on you and you're going to be holding judgment. You're going to be holding that door shut once again and you're not going to be in love with yourself again. You're going to be in separation. And you're going to lose that playfulness. You're going to lose that joy. You're going to lose that innocence once again. Once you begin moving the energy, you want to continue moving it. And you want to continue finding that place where it can be shared, be expressed, be given and be received. So begin with yourself. Love yourself. Accept yourself. Forgive yourself. Be in that with you. Be in innocence, be in neutrality, be in the movement of loving yourself, even if you don't really love yourself right now, do it anyway, just say it, stand in front of the mirror and look in your eyes and just say, you know, Jim, I really love you. I can remember doing that when I was 19 years old because I had gone into such separation and judgment with myself about a lot of different things. And one day, I woke up from a dream, and in that dream, I could see that I was chasing after somebody with a knife. And I was going to kill him. I was going to kill him. I was so angry at him. I was going to kill him. And as I got closer to the person that I was going to kill with this knife, all of a sudden I realized, boy, that looks very familiar. Who is that? Who is it I'm trying to kill? And finally I said, who are you? And they stopped and they turned and it was me. I was chasing after myself to kill myself because of all the anger, all the frustration, all the separation and judgment I had created with myself. So from that morning on, every morning I stood in front of the mirror forever how long it was. And I would just look in my eyes and I would just repeat over and over and over, I love you, Jim, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, Jim. Until finally one day, I felt it. I knew it. It moved. The energy moved. And then that began to change. So you don't have to believe it. You may not even want it. But do it anyway. You may not feel you're worthy of loving. But do it anyway. Because the moment you begin to put that in action, things transform. They change in the inner kingdom, and they'll even change in the outer Because the moment you begin to say to yourself, I love you, whether you believe it, feel it, know it, something happens. This world is a world of polarity, positive and negative. Well, you've been living in the negative polarity of this creation of separation, of judgment, of fear. When you begin to just state something positive, whether you believe it or not doesn't matter, but if you just begin to state it, polarity begins to change. Now, it may take time for it to change to a positive and hold to the positive, but when you say, I love you, in that moment, the polarity switches. But if the pattern is strong enough to the negative, the negative will go right back. We'll slip right back into that negative polarity, and we'll just continue on into it until we choose to change that polarity once again. So I found that, yes, standing in front of the mirror, I could change that polarity, I could move into loving after a while. I could begin to feel it move. But I'd get up, go do the rest of the day, and somewhere in the day, usually about five minutes after I left the bathroom, <laughs> the clarity would begin to try to shake me back into the old negative. And I then found that I had to ever, ever work, stay present, stay awake, stay now, in this moment of doing, to keep choosing back into that new polarity of action, of loving myself, of caring about myself, of accepting myself, of forgiving myself. And the more I continued to expand that few moments of standing in front of the mirror saying I love you into the rest of my day, the more the polarity around me changed. I began to hold to the positive more and more and more. And then what I found is I didn't have to do much else in the world but just go and live more in this positive polarity holding to that and the world began to respond to me differently. My parents did. My brother did. My boss at work did. My friends did. And so I began to find that in order to receive from them what I really wanted to receive from them, which was loving and acceptance and forgiveness, I had to do it with myself. I had to stand in that myself, that positive, that polarity of the positive in order to be able for them to be able to share it with me and for me to be able to receive it from them and to allow it in. So I really had to start with myself of giving to me, of sharing with me, of loving with me. And then everything else just automatically transformed. And I found as soon as I was in the loving with myself, well, gosh, it was a lot easier to love my brother or to love whoever it was, to be in the loving with them. Now, it doesn't mean that that loving is the loving of a dynamic relationship in the world with them. But it's acceptance, it's participation, it's willingness, it's openness, it's vulnerability. It's giving and receiving, it's listening and sharing. And that all began. And now I can be very aware when that polarity begins to shift, where some old pattern, way, way back when, starts to slip and begins to pull me back into the negative polarity. All I have to do is go, oh, I love myself and I love you whoever that is inside of you right now, or me, myself right now, that is creating that negative thought, that feeling, that response, that reaction. And I can just shift it right back. And sometimes it can be just a simple word or just a simple look in somebody's eye or the way they hold their mouth as they look at me or as they don't look at me that causes me to shift back into that negative polarity. Have you ever experienced that? You don't know why, but all of a sudden it's just like that look just pushes you back into an old pattern way, way back when. Well, I did an investigation on that for myself. I began to look at that to see where did those feelings of inferiority, of separation, of lack, of disconnect, where did those come from? And I began to realize that it was just what I shared. It was from, not words, but just a response of a look, of an expression, of a movement of a body, of someone around me that would cause me to hesitate, to pull away, to judge myself, to feel inferior. And as I began to look, I realized that a lot of my responses that would cause me to go back into my old negative way started at a very early age, pre-mental, where I was more in the emotional, physical state of consciousness, where the child is really innocent and is really giving and receiving in flow and fluidity, that I began to create separation, that I began to move back into a negative polarity of judgment, of fear, of fear of separation with myself, and then with them. It would just be a look. It would just be a movement. It would be something that would stimulate those patterns in me. So sometimes we can't figure out, well, just why is it? And that's why it is important. Just like Brian said, don't try to figure it out. Don't engage the mind. Let the loving do what it's going to do. Let it transform it. Let it lift us above it. Because if we will just hold our attention here at the seat of the soul, as we meditate and as we do the day, we rise above all those elements of the lower self, of the physical body self, and all those consciousnesses of it. And we live above it. And by living above all of that, where the loving truly does reside... The loving will transform it automatically. But we do have to do that inner kingdom work in order to be able to hold our attention, our awareness, and to live in this place of loving all the time. We have to do that inner kingdom work of loving and acceptance and forgiveness of ourselves and of others, of ourselves and of this world. And I'll give you a real challenge. Love yourself accept yourself and forgive yourself just as you are and then in the world love the person that causes you to go into reaction with the most. Love them, accept them and forgive them just as they are. You love everyone just as they are. You accept them just as they are. You forgive them and how they are and allow them their journey, their experience, their opportunity of their growth on this life. They are the Creator reuniting with themselves just as you are the Creator reuniting with yourself, the Creator. And they are doing it in their particular action on their journey of existence in returning home to God and you are doing the same. If you can separate yourself from all the elements of the action and reaction of this level of creation and look at the greater truth of God's journey in all of creation, it's easier to do. But if you get caught up in the polarity of action and reaction, positive and negative, it is harder to look at another person and to truly be loving and accepting and forgiving of them In certain situations. So look at it, see how you can best put it into action. It's easier to do it with those close around you because oftentimes that's where the greatest separation exists. It often can be with our wife or our husband or our partner in life, with our children, with our parents, with our relatives, and with our friends. And it kind of flows out in that order. So begin at those levels. But remember, the loving comes from you to them. So it also has to start with you loving yourself in order to be able to share something other than your judgment and your anger and your frustration and your separation. Yes, you can be giving of your loving, but you can also be giving of all that which isn't, which is misdefined, misexpressed loving. And that's all it is. Judgment is just mis defined, mis-expressed loving. All we want to do is transform it back into its true nature. And that's the innocence. That's the acceptance. That's the forgiveness that brings the loving forward. Isn't it fun? (laughs) (laughs) So if you really want to give a gift this year, stand in front of the mirror and give a gift of loving to yourself. Look into your eyes and give loving. Look into the eyes of all those around you and just give loving. You don't have to say it. Just give it. And you will receive it. You'll receive it inside yourself. You will receive the loving of your own nature, of your own soul, giving back to you in the fullness. And you will find the loving of the souls of those you are loving giving back to you. We get it. Brian and I get it from you all the time. We'll be driving down the street or walking somewhere or doing something, and all of a sudden, ooh, there's the loving it's coming in. And sometimes we know who it's from or where it's from, and other times it's just a flow of loving. It's just a movement of loving. Well, what do we do? We just allow it in because, boy, it's wonderful. And it nurtures us and it feeds us. And we know that that's just loving that's moving through us to move into this creation, to move with the person who's sharing that loving. And it just is a divine flow. We don't close down and hold on to it and go, ooh, let's hold on, let's not lose this. Because the moment you shut down and try to hold on to it, guess what? You just stop the flow. So you stay open. And you just allow it to continue to move. Allow it. Share with it. Participate with it. And just add your own loving into it. So what I do is I just say, whoever this is coming from, I love you. And may this loving continue to flow as you wish it to flow, and may it flow the way I wish it to flow, which is in the divine harmony of love that is God. And I know that as as you give, so shall you receive. That loving will return back unto you with greater loving than what you gave. And then you've got to be willing to open up a little bit more, or maybe a lot more, to allow that greater loving in. And as that loving goes out and comes back to you again, you've got to open up even more to allow even that greater loving in until finally you truly are fully open to that movement of the divine flow. Then there is no giving and there is no receiving. It's just living in the movement, living in the moment, living in God's loving. So, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and... May God's loving really be with you through this holiday season and through the year to come and the rest of this lifetime, just ever expanding you. And the one thing I know is, even if you don't want to expand, God's up there with a little can opener, (laughs) ever punching holes or ever prying us open, if we'll just allow it. So thank you all very much.
0: So just go ahead and get comfortable and close your eyes if you'd like. Just begin to take in whatever that experience of loving, of gratitude, of joy, or whatever it may be for you. just begin to take that in. and just let it fill you. Literally let it fill you from head to toe. Just feeling that greater fullness that movement of spirit. Just relax and just allow your awareness to open to yet greater knowing, greater experience of that movement. That you begin to see, to hear, to feel or to know in whatever way, that way that works for you Just allow that to awaken, to embrace and to expand into yet greater and greater experience. And just allowing yourself to be filled to overflowing that as it fills you from head to toe, that it now fills you up from toe to head And then as it comes up back to the top of the head, now to even overflowing, where that movement of loving just begins to overflow out of the top of your head. And just continuing to move however it wishes, whether back up into spirit, just back into yourself or into the world. Just allow it to flow however it wishes. And just allow yourself to experience that freedom of movement. Just know that wherever this loving flows, it places its blessing, because the true blessing is the loving itself. Not necessarily the results or the expressions that come about because of it, but because of the loving itself. That's the blessing. So let the blessing unfold within you and all around you. Just let that true expression of joy, of peace, of loving and acceptance just reach in you and through you in all ways, bringing you to that place of greater fulfillment. And know in the greater fulfillment is the greater freedom that you as soul divine are fulfilled and complete, that you have fulfilled that greater purpose of having the experience of simply moving in that stream of loving through every level of creation and consciousness so that that movement of your own divine spark is fulfilled in all ways, in all forms. And that in that fulfillment is the greater freedom, the greater awakening in you, that divine spark, in its journey, as it continues now moving more deeply within. as it continues to expand to journey home once again into that union with God. So just allow the soul of who you are now to expand once again back into that greater oneness, back into the fullness of spirit, Whether you experience that at the Seat of the Soul or inwardly and upwards in the greater Truth of Spirit, just allow yourself to be and to move however that divine action of God's loving wishes to carry you, to bring you into that greater experience of the divine. continuing to allow yourself to open, to receive God's loving, to assist you in continuing to expand. And in that expansion, begin to find that movement within you, that you as a divine child of God now, begin to come the co-creator, that co-creator that is the expression of loving. So express, share that loving now with God within. However you do that, whether you simply say, I love you, I love you Lord, I love you, or whether you see that as a light, or hear it as a sound, or feel it as a movement, to share your loving with God in whatever way that works for you. And then, however, in that sharing of loving it comes forward, just allow that greater action of that voice of God to come present, that you enchanting that sacred name, sharing your loving with God, bring forward within you the hue, the yana hue, or the names of initiation. Let that be part of your expression with God. Always remembering to share your loving and then as it shifts within you, just coming quiet, being open and receiving God's loving for you, that this cycle, the circle of loving is what moves us into that greater experience of the oneness of that fullness of loving. So now just continue this inner journey of sharing your loving with God and receiving God's loving for you. So once again, just begin to focus on the inner light of loving. Whether you see it, whether you hear it, whether you feel it or simply know it, just focus your attention on that loving. Just allowing yourself to be present, to be aware, to open an experience the greater you, that which is the divine, that which is spirit, that which is loving and expression. So just open and allow yourself to experience that loving that you are. Just always coming back to the loving. Simply by giving our attention to the loving is how we move into and awaken to that experience. Just allowing that conscious awareness to expand, to include, to experience in its fullness the all-encompassing of every level, allowing your consciousness to expand in that movement of loving, experiencing all of God's creation Allowing that loving to move into and through each realm, each level, each division, so that in that loving, it is simply a movement of oneness. So just come present in the loving and allow the loving to bring you aware on all levels, from the realms of spirit, through the unconscious, through the mind, through the emotions, through the imagination, and through the body. So anchor yourself in the loving, allowing yourself to be present in the loving on all levels. Coming awake and aware. Even physically now, opening your eyes. Maintaining that presence of being